0: Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in rural Monticello. This is Sunday, August 14th, 2022, 10th Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Doreen Boken. Thank you to Mark and Debbie Hine for sponsoring this week's broadcast in celebration of their 48th wedding anniversary. Join us on our website at waynezion.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today.
1: I will come to you in the silence, I will lift you from all your fear, you will hear my voice, I claim you as my choice, be still. i am the word that leads all to freedom i am the peace the world cannot give i will call
2: Good morning. Welcome to this 10th Sunday after Pentecost. We are so glad that you are with us this morning. Let us begin with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this on page 94 in the front of your hymnal. We begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Let us sing our gathering hymn, Faith of Our Fathers. You'll find this on 813, hymn 813. service continues on page 184 in the front of your hymnal with the Kyrie and the Canticle of Praise. 184. jesus christ the love of god and the communion of the holy spirit be with you all let us rise and sing the canticle of praise Join with me in the prayer of the days as printed in your bulletin insert. O God, Judge Eternal, you love justice and hate oppression. You call us to share your zeal for truth. Give us courage to take our stand with all the victims of bloodshed and greed, and following your servants and prophets, to look to the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us receive God's word. Good
3: morning. 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 Our first reading is from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verses 23 to 29. Am I a God nearby, says the Lord, and not a God far off? Who can hide in secret places so that I can see them? Says the Lord. Do I not fill heaven and earth? Says the Lord. I have heard what prophets had said, who prophecy lies in my name saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long? Will the hearts of prophets ever turn back? Those who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart. They plan to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, just as their ancestors forgot my name for Baal. Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let the one who has my word speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with wheat, says the Lord, is not my word like fire, says the Lord. And like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. The word of the Lord. Please read Psalm 82 responsibly. God stands to charge the driving council assembled, giving judgment in the midst of the gods. Save the weak and the orphan. Defend the humble and needy. the in and the living are They do not know, neither do they understand. They wander about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Nevertheless, you shall die like mortal, mortals and fall like any prince. Our second reading is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 29 through 12, to. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land, but when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By the faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient, because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say, for time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David, Samuel, and the Prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouth of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, but foreign armies to fight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised since God had provided something better so they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer, And the perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of joy that was set before him endured disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of the Lord. Our service continues
2: with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise. according to St. Luke, the 12th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. You may be seated for the reading of the gospel. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you but rather division. From now on, five in the household will be divided, and three against two, and two against three, and they will be divided. Father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, when you see the cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it's going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be a scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I'm going to invite the children to come forward, some of the youth who are here with us. We're going to give this a try. And... uh, Come on up, have a seat. I'm glad that you have come this morning. When we first started out, I was wondering if anybody was showing up for church today. And yeah, we all came in. Look at how many people are here. Look at the youth that are joining us. Thank you. Thank you for that. We've heard some things. This is Boken. Doreen Boken read from our Old Testament lesson. And we heard that uh, God's word is like a hammer. And so I thought for illustration purposes uh, that this would be a working children's sermon. And so do you see what's up on this top step? A toolbox. A toolbox. And so let's see what's in this toolbox this morning. This is Craig's toolbox. I didn't get permission to grab it this morning. But what did I find in the toolbox but a... Hammer. hammer! So Craig must do some building around here at the church. Uh, guys, I think we have a safety issue here. Um, it, the neck is a little uh, loose. I think Craig needs a new hammer, just saying. And uh, come on up, we're so glad you're here. I, um, I received a stone, and uh, this came from the Zumba farm. I think Gary, you gave this to me. And... Uh, What's so interesting is when you till up the ground, that the, the disc uh, scrapes some of the rocks. And I don't know if you can see this, but on this rock there is the shape of what? Cross. Say it loud. A cross. A cross. And so um, God says that his word, his love for the world, his word that he's giving is as strong as a hammer that crushes a rock, Right? And it falls into all of these what? Pieces. I'm going to invite you each to take one of these pieces. All right. Beautiful. Now, as you take these pieces, what does it say on your rock? It says peace. Peace. Joy. Joy. Love. Love. These are things of God. This is God's word for us. God is love. And his love burns like a fire for us. And God's love is stubborn. God's love is stubborn. He never gives up. God is always loving us. And uh, so, I want to, real quick, before I talk about stubborn... How do we measure, what would be a good measuring tool to measure God's love? Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. Landon, will you take one end of this and go to that end of the sanctuary, and I'll go to this, and let's see if we can measure God's love. Is it about that long? A little bit longer, about like that? No? You you want to keep going? Oh my gosh. Do you think that measures God's love?
4: Yep, no, because, because the
2: measuring tape is not going on. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Landon. Thank you. Here we go. You can let her go. I think it'll come to me. We uh, we can't measure God's love, can we? God's love is so immense, so immense that it is ridiculously stubborn. And no matter what we do, no matter what we do, God still what? Loves us. Loves us. Loves us. And so, um, um, I got to witness some stubbornness this week. Wayne, are you out there? Kurt, you out there? You ready for this? Okay. I witnessed some stubbornness. There were two uh, gentlemen who are members of this congregation and they did a good thing. They had been noticing that our bell tower, one of our bells has not been ringing for many, many years. And so we were so delighted. They uh, took it upon themselves and they worked with Hupp out of uh, Marion and they worked on this old, old motor and got it going and they went up to the bell and they mounted it. And it worked beautifully. The next day, the pastor was so excited that uh, he went and shared with the mother of the bride, we're going to ring these bells to, t- uh, tomorrow. This was for a rehearsal on Friday. We're going to ring these bells when the, when the kids get married. And uh, I fired it up. And both the bells rang on cue, and then the small bell quit in the middle of the ringing. And I, I felt bad to say anything. <laughs> But uh, I did get word out that uh, they stopped ringing. Well, these two gentlemen show up on Saturday morning, early. And uh, before Pastor was even out of bed, the bell was ringing. But not all of it. And so, um, all of a sudden... These guys were going up and down the ladder. They were spraying lubricant in there. They were working it. They brought it down. They took it apart. They scrubbed on it. They ran a towel through the boring hole to dry it out. They, um, they, the one thing I, they, they didn't do, I did not hear them curse it, but they, they worked stubbornly hard. And uh, the ideas were flowing. And and ideas were flowing out of it. And uh, they were bound and determined. They were stubborn. They were stubborn in a good way. Not stubborn like people who continue to sin and want no relationship with God. But they were stubborn in a good way. Like God's stubbornness and his love to us and for us. And so you're not going to believe this and when people leave the church they're going to look up now but there is a mallet head about three pounds wrapped in five pounds of chain on the tolling gong <laughs> the what? the well,
4: clapper,
2: uh, clapper. <laughs> and uh, after all of their work and all of their work it was ti- it's time Doug all of their work And it was 11.15. They had arrived before 8 a.m. No, I think it was 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) No, maybe it was 5. At 11.15, this is what we heard. Now we have not heard those bells ring like that in the time that I've been with you, and I've been with you seven and a half years. And so due to their stubbornness, and they will, eventually the, the chain and the mallet will be changed into something that might look a little more cosmetic up there, but they got it to go and we got to ring the bells. And even more stubborn than these men who took it upon themselves to do this wonderful thing, God is much more stubborn in that he loves us. And he loves us so much that he was willing to send his own son to die on the cross for us. That's our children's message this morning. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, your word is like a rock. And your word is love, joy, peace, patience, and gentleness. Your word is good for our lives. And Lord, you are stubborn to the point of dying for us to give us life, not only now, but the gift of eternal life. And for that, we give you thanks. And we give you thanks for these youth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give our youth a hand as well. All right. You can go on back.
4: Can we keep the rock? Yeah,
2: you can keep the rock um, in a safe place. Keep the rock in a safe place. Please. Well, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I was wondering how it was all going to go. It's been quite a week. Um, it's been a, a wonderful week, actually, as we think about um, God's love for us, and uh, that we have uh, two beautiful, wonderful, kind, and gentle, and loving men who have died, and we've lived up their lives, and we remember the gift of our baptism, we remember the promise before us, and then our wedding couple it was so that was Niall and, and uh, Bill, and then our wedding couple uh, yesterday, uh, Riley and, and Mason. As as we as Doreen was reading these um, these scriptures from the Old Testament, and as we collectively shared responsively and in, in reading the psalm, there were two words. That really stuck stuck uh, stuck out to me, two words that just kind of hit me, and they were, "How long? How long? How long, O Lord, will you judge unjustly? How long, Lord, will you allow for us to suffer? And then, after how long?" was followed by the words will you will your heart reject me how long will you judge unjustly how long this week's readings are harsh and, and they cut to the chase they, 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 they cut to those who we know in life who mislead who take advantage of who and sometimes could care less about humanity. We take all of ourselves and we're master of none. We take all for ourselves and our master of none. We divide and we conquer all at a cost, placing no value on the life of others. We see bullying happening and the playgrounds, even after we've done so much education about caring for our neighbor and the aggression that's acted out on the world theater we see it on our television and most recently the people of Ukraine and we say how long? God expresses his displeasure of the wrongful doing of his people especially the prophets or the so called prophets, those who use the misguided power, power to use the name of the Lord in spewing lies. Can you believe it? How angry God must be with his creation. They're speaking on behalf of God untruths. So angry is God, Jeremiah gets an earful, a lifetime of God's anger in a moment's time of what's happening in the world. Listen to God's wrath in these words found in Jeremiah. How long will the hearts of the prophets ever turn back those who prophesy lies and deceits of their own hearts? I see their plan, says the Lord. They want people to forget my name. They want to have them follow pagan worship of idols like Baal made in the image of a golden calf. These are not prophets. I remember one time sharing in worship, um, what is a true prophet? And there are three things that center around what makes a prophet a prophet. And number one, a prophet receives a vision, a dream, or a word from God. Well, you could be a true prophet and a false prophet and still have that one, maybe, huh? Claims God's message to the people, and it has to be a message in their own vernacular language. It has to be someone from their own tribe, from their own village. Well, that could happen, too. And the third is that the message is both delivered and it happens as God said it would. (laughs) Anything less is a false prophet who is only interested in gaining self-guided pride and prestige. While the prophet and the false prophet may appear to look the same, like straw and wheat, one holds the word of God, which is truth and fire. The living word of God that stamps out and crushes sin like a hammer crushes a rock to pieces. The second claim in today's psalm is God, who is the righteous judge, appears to be silent. The wicked go free and continue to cause affliction on others. How long, cries the psalmist, will you, God, judge unjustly and let them get away with evil deeds upon your people? Save us, Lord. Defend us. People are stubborn. People are stubborn in their sinning ways. You pick up the newspaper and the front, paper is, the front page of the paper is usually reserved for those wonderful things that are happening in our community. Hopefully, good things. They have the biggest picture. They have a nice spread on it and it's going to continue later on in the paper. Now, I don't know if Pete and and the editors at the Monticello Express say this is what happens on our front page. But every once in a while, we also have on the front page a tragedy that has happened. But you don't have a big picture necessarily and it will take you maybe somewhere else. But as you pick up the paper or a a magazine or um, you do your your Facebook feed, you see the negative things that are happening in this world. But here's the other thing. God seems just as stubborn in staying silent according to the psalmist here. Turning to our Hebrew passage, we are given a powerful history lesson of those who have remained faithful to God and God's promise. Surely God will bless them. But I want you to notice in verse 39, in, in Hebrews 11, 39. Yet all of these, all of these who put out their lives were faithful to God, though they were commended for their faith, they did not receive what was promised. They did not receive What was promised. No, they did not. They died before Christ came, the Messiah, the promised Messiah. Verse 40 Since God has provided something better, something more glorious, something that is so life giving, what appeared to be God's stubbornness, God's silence, was rather God's perfect timing. God's love for all of humanity. You see the heroes of Israel were made perfect that is brought into the presence of God together with us by the means of sacrifice of the great high priest Jesus our resurrection hope. So the people of old time, the people in the Old Testament are right there with the New Testament and us as we carry out our lives, one not better than the other, we all receive the promise in God's perfect timing. We are the children of God. Jew and Greek. Gentile. We are all children of God. The promise did come. God in the flesh, living among us, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, took on humanity, who was without sin, was condemned to die at our hands, crucified on the cross, willingly laid down his life, dying for our sins, the sins of Jacob and his family, Israel, the Jews, and the Gentiles and us, and Nile, and Bill, and Gary, Gary Moe. Jody James' father died this week too. And as it appeared for those heroes of faith, it appeared that Jesus wasn't there. And more questions about the Messiah. But three days. Is Jesus the Messiah? Did Jesus die in vain? But three days later, God raised from the ashes of death. Jesus was alive. God's stubbornness to go to the length of humanity from birth to death gives us the gift of eternal life. He did not come to reset the earth. Jesus did not come to reset the earth, to put it back to where it was in the Garden of Eden, but came to restore God's kingdom on earth and in heaven. So I see these texts, difficult texts, and coming and dividing and conquering, and that Jesus' came to bring division because the precious gift we can only speak of what it is that Jesus has done for each and every one of us not with our heads but with our hearts and some of us speak with our head and some of us speak with our hearts and sometimes we speak with our hearts Sometimes we speak with our heads. We're human. It's humanity. Caught up in all of that is sin. And sin sometimes in enters pride. Division. We put ourselves before others. But Jesus came. The Son of God. Eternally begotten of the Father. Came. Came. And where did Jesus spend time with? Was it with those who were doing so well in the the royalty? Did he come because it was all about God's kingdom? Or did Jesus come and spend time with the peasants? With those who had disease and they were outcast and thrown out of the village. Where did Jesus spend his time as we read the scriptures? With those who were last, lost, and least. And Jesus came for you. have the strength that when someone asks you about your faith to say yes I believe in Jesus and that he died for me and that I too will receive the gift of the resurrection as those of all the saints who have gone before us and oh what a wonderful and heavenly banquet it will be today we're not going to have communion But every time we have communion, we have it not only with us in this congregation, but we have it with all the saints who've gone before us in Christ himself. And so, with that, let us sing a song that we all know. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Pete, will you lead us in the hymn of the day? Share the affirmation of our faith as is found in the Apostles' Creed. I'll invite you to rise. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. may be seated. Trusting in God's extraordinary love, let us come nearer to the Holy One in prayer. Arise, O God, and sustain your church. We pray for all who dedicate their lives to serving your people. And we give thanks for Reverend Holly Ann Naus and others for answering the call to serve the church through ministry of word and sacrament. Lord, in your mercy, arise, O God, and sustain your creation. We pray for all places affected by natural disasters. Transform the devastation of floods and fires into fertile ground for new life and growth. Fill heaven and earth with your life giving spirit. Lord in your mercy. Arise, O God, and sustain the nations. We pray for all elected officials, kindle in them a desire to administer your justice, strengthen their resolve to defend those who are vulnerable, and to stand public against any forms of oppression. Lord, in your mercy. Arise, O oh God, and sustain this assembly. We pray for this community, celebrating with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep. We especially pray for the health and wellness of Teresa, Lois, and Henry, Calinda, Gwen, Sandy, Charles, Ginny, the families of Niall and Bill, and Gary Mole's family, the father of Jody James. We pray for those who suffer silently among us, only known unto you, O Lord. And in our joy and in our tears, be near to us. Lord, in your mercy. We praise you, O God, for the joy that Mason and Riley have found in each other. We pray that their love and faithfulness may reflect your gracious love and enrich their common life together with us. Lord, in your mercy. Surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses we remember the saints before us, especially Niall Paul Husman, Bill Leo Boken, Gary Moe, and others, who have gone before us. May we run with perseverance the race that set before us until we find rest in you. Lord in your mercy. Give the prayers of your children merciful God and hold us forever in your steadfast love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. I'd like to share a few announcements. Um, Cole, would you be willing to get a microphone live for us? And I know Byron's gonna come forward and share. Uh, why don't you go ahead and share Byron, and then I will grab a microphone, and we're going to talk to a few people this morning.
0: Transition Committee met last couple weeks, and we reviewed uh, interviews. The, well, we reviewed the, um, for the position of the secretary and bookkeeper. And we held an interview and took. we had came up with two names, took them to the council, got it okay. So our secretary bookkeeper positions will be Gina Dirks and Kim Miller. Uh, they're gonna be starting on August 24th with an orientation that's gonna last three weeks to learn all the ropes here. And their office hours after that will on September 12th will be from eight to four. And they will be kind of deciding how they want to separate their time and that it's all kind of be up to them a little bit on that, so. All right, well, thank
2: you, Byron. So uh, it's wonderful that we have two ladies who will be coming. How many know Gina Dirks? We all should, right? She's a member of the congregation. Uh, How about Kim Miller? Anybody know Kim? Yeah, yeah. So she's been very active in the community in a number of ways. Uh, both the ladies are looking forward to coming and joining our team and uh, working uh, together to make uh, the office and the bookkeeping go well. So thank you to the transition team. If any of you are here, can you just stand up so we can recognize you? Transition team with the All right. We got two of you here this morning. Let's offer our applause. Well, it was a a wonderful day in the life of the church yesterday. It's not every day that we ordain ministers of word and sacrament. Uh, For any of you who are there to witness Holly, can you just share uh, what was the experience like? Um, What took you by surprise? Uh, Maybe just a word. Don't be shy. Who was at Holly's ordination yesterday? Oh, here we go. You got to do this. You got to talk. Here we go. We got to talk in the mic so we can At all hear At the
0: in. end, she was totally speechless.
2: <laughs> That's hard to think about. But then, but then, as you know, things went on. All right. Beautiful. It was, it was a beautiful ceremony, wasn't it? That's just not every day do we get to experience an ordination, and it is. It is a moving experience. I uh, believe there were probably several clergy who, had, uh, who were albed for that and processed in as well. So I heard you raise your hand.
4: I was just appalled at how many women ministers there were
2: Whoa. that
4: walked up with
0: everybody.
2: Isn't that amazing? It was. More and more women are becoming ordained in word and sacrament. Young ladies, if you're thinking about ministry or thinking about careers or opportunity, think about ministry.
3: I think why she, why she was speechless is she had tears. Oh. <laughs> but uh, it was very beautiful. Um There were a lot of Wayne Zion people there. Thank you. A lot of St. Matthew's. Yeah.
2: Wonderful. Yes. Yes. We are so blessed with Holly to stay in the community that she grew her faith.
3: Um,
4: Always when we have these big events in the community, I think it is wonderful to see the churches come together and to see a large representation of the three churches that she um, gives credit to, um, St. Matthews and Wayne Zion and then St. Peter and Paul, and to commune afterwards as just one Christian family just kind of fills your soul.
2: Mm, Yes. One body of Christ, working together. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? Thank you for sharing that. Holly had called me, and she goes, uh, "Pastor Wade, what are you doing on August August 13th at four o'clock?" I go, "Holly, I've got a wedding that day at that time." She goes, "That's the only time I can get the bishop." So, yeah. We also put on a call for her at the same time. Installation.
4: Well. St. Yeah. Peter and Paul put out a call for. Her. Yeah, and okay. were installed there.
2: Okay, so. so not only was she ordained yesterday, she was also installed yesterday as St. Peter and Paul's pastor because she had been working as, or had been uh, doing her internship as vicar while going to school. So, very, very good. Well, she won't hear us, but let's give a round of applause for Holly and now Pastor Reverend Holly. If she's listening on the radio, she just heard it at the SoundCloud, right? Okay. Um, The other exciting thing is, and I don't know, I saw Holly here. Maybe she's in the back right there. Okay. I'm missing her. Well, anyway, we have Vacation Bible School coming up this week. And uh, if nothing else, it's a Wayne Zion youth pool party. And we don't know if we're going to be able to use the Austin Strong Inclusive Play because I don't know if the rubber mat has been poured yet, and so with the weather. But we have an alternative. We are going to become uh, gladiators, and we are going to go over to the field and track, and we'll be doing some things over there. I'll probably have to clear that with somebody at the city or the school. Or ask for, or ask for uh, uh, forgiveness afterwards. So here it is, VBS News Splash. Did you like that? It's on Facebook and our website. Join us for fun and food. Learn about your baptism, God's living water, living in you. Students and parents are welcome to come. We'll meet at the pool in Monticello at 10. Bring your swimsuit, towel, and dry clothes. Uh, Kids will enjoy water time and learning in the pool. At noon, the students will be treated by, is is it uh, Barb and Bill and Doreen and George and Rhonda Weir's have put together a wonderful lunch and then after that we will spend some time playing games and uh, we uh, yeah playing games we don't have to get the pastor wet this year because we're all wet and then students um, would you know, preschool through fifth grade can attend and those who are going first year confirmation you're welcome as well we're hoping a few more people we got anything diane perfect there you go you have to turn it on I also just want to invite all of you to the ice cream social, which will be in two weeks. So on August 28th, um, following the the service, which is focused on the youth, um, we invite you to the social hall for some maid rights and walking tacos, beans, chips, and all things ice cream. So um, please come and celebrate with us uh, in two weeks, August 28th. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yes, we got another... Oh, okay, all right. Happy <laughs> anniversary to Diane and And they are the people who work hard behind the scenes and we just absolutely love having them part of our congregation making things happen for people. So thank you and I know that Diane's like Diane. <laughs> okay, the other thing youth that are here today, come see pastor during coffee time. We wanna talk about Youth Sunday. We have some special things for you to be involved with on that day. Um, Reverend Dr. Paul Tobiason will be our guest preacher. He is a son of this congregation. I'm just amazed how these pastors become doctors in uh, doctor of theology. And if you are here for Karen Nelson, That was a wonderful service and a wonderful message and I think you'll be just as touched by Paul who's also going to be bringing his, it's not just a guitar, but it's a special guitar that he'll be singing to and doing a youth, um, children's message that day as well. August 28th, an important day in the life of the church. Then also, if you've got time, go back to the uh, behind the kitchen is the heritage room and Barb and Kathy have done a lot to get that room together. It's like taking a walk back in time and seeing pastors and, and seeing us younger uh, and the activity that goes on in this church. So with that, I'm probably running away and we better move on because it's nearly coffee time, right? Let us stand and receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our sending hymn, 805. 805. Serve the Lord.
0: (laughs) Liturgy Copyright 2021 Augberg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license number A 729734, all rights reserved.